before we even get to that though, what is this schizophrenic layout here? Who's this gentleman you have on your TV? Dude, this is this is the season finale of the final season, Nathan for you. This is the guy who ages people like 40 years. I was just watching that and I thought I was like, okay, I'm not gonna have time to finish this. But then I guess I would have had time to finish it, but it's okay. Do you have newspaper covering up your window behind you? <laughs> no, it's tinfoil because the radiations are bad for your brain. It was a fry you. No, this is just nice little sunlight block, you know, natural. So I don't get distracted when I'm writing my fan fiction. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, oh, you got the, the Notre Dame shirt going on. Oh, yeah. Have, and that's fucking embarrassing too, isn't too. it? Now no, I don't think, think so. A fan of, people think you're a fan of a stand-up comedian now. It's insane. I can't escape it. Well, you're holding a mic like a stand-up comedian tonight for the show. I, I feel like well, it's it's going to set the vibe. The modern man is pushed into two very sad, very tragic choices, okay? Either you're a stand-up comedian, loser, idiot, retard, or you're a uh, podcaster with, the, you know, the one, the arm on the table, the one that you're like, all right, here's what's, hap here's what's happening with the, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know. hey, yes. well, welcome back to movies, Hans. <laughs> yes, this is a podcast please, please about the active Please cut this part. This I'm, I have to make my character to annoy Hans as possible, as much as possible. I was hearing, I was hearing everything that you said. I didn't know if this was a best off episode. No, I, well, hold on a second. It's kind. Of, let's treat it formless because I haven't properly come up with my list just yet for the best films of the year. I feel like there's a lot of movies we're going to recap on this show. Right. that will not be featured in the best of the year show and mm. it's been a while since we've had dc on although dc you you might be on like a lost episode at this point when you were talking to kenny and i because i don't need those episodes now as you can see hans is back so glad to hear it always glad to hear that you're getting cut from a, a show especially when <laughs> <supposed> Damn. To... <laughs> back to back huh yeah it's very unfortunate no it'll it'll see the light of day for certain um it's just gonna be a matter of hans are you sick this week all right Kenny episode. It's going to be the middle of August. We're going to be talking about Christmas plans and shit. Nice. So. I love summer. Yeah, it'll be nice. How was that, Hans? Was that good? Was that to your taste? That was an appropriate response? I said, I like summer. I didn't scream at all on this one. Yeah, it's uh, it's an improvement. from How are you going to edit? I feel like the editing for your clips is very... So if I, I wonder if I move away from like this, this little line here, would I even be seen on your vertical videos? So here's what I'm really confused about. Is this an A-Plates episode or is it movies? This is, well, hold on. Is, are we, was this supposed to be your podcast? I don't, I don't know. Well, apparently, no, clearly not, because this is your room and you're leading the conversation. But yeah, I thought, uh, people, I, I didn't know, hold on. Stuff. I didn't know we were guest starring on your show tonight. I thought this was for movies. No, no, I mean, this, we can do, movies. we can this do a proper crossover like I've been doing with Monkey Jones if you want. Yeah, so this is definitely the movies part. I gotta, I gotta, I need an hour to, to settle in. I'll, I'll leave you guys with the cuttable uh, uh, material, but we'll, we'll do something. What do you think? What do you think? We could do I mean, I didn't even do the, the typical introduction to the podcast. So it's in my head anyway, it's leaning way more eight plates at the moment. So this is nothing so far. Now we're starting the movies episode. I'll, I'll maybe, I'll maybe it's ba-bang. I don't know. Maybe it's just YouTube <laughs> fodder. It could be just oh, an Instagram it. clip for like the third uh, uh, count or something for promoting Hans and I, you know, it could All be right. that. So Stavros is special. You guys were talking about that when I... Oh, yes, it's DC's favorite film of the year, he said. Uh, yeah. Mm. All right, so oh, we got a Pepsi boy. It. Is Pepsi yeah. boy on the line with us? What was that, Hans? You're drinking regular Pepsi? What about the diabetes? No, it's zero. Seto okay. Asuka, right. do you see that? <laughs> okay. I wanted to try this one to see if, the, if uh, Coke or Pepsi were better. Now I'm... It, this is bad because before my diabetes, I would not drink soda, but now it's like, well, it has zero sugar. Hold on. Maybe Can we just take a moment know. to observe this as a podcast topic? What's better, Pepsi or Coke? 
Interesting. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that. What did Paul, you decide on? All in. Um, I, I think they're both the same. I can't tell. No, nah, they're not the same. DC, not. you've got, what things. do you got there? Uh, uh, just, just on the rocks. No, no, this is this is Canadian Club 1858. I watched Mad Men one time, and I'm like, I'm going to start drinking for real. And this is what I got. It reminds me up. of the Michael Knowles show. <laughs> yeah, you have a crucifix there. You have yeah. a man of color on your TV. This, this, uh, this is a. Uh, is that Daryl Strawberry? Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's not. I don't know what his name is. Uh, he's, but he's a guy who ages people online, like virtually. He does mm -hmm. like virtual aging. Yeah. He reminded me of whoever they got to replace Scatman Crothers in Doctor Sleep. That's that guy. Oh, he was a great actor. For me, Scatman was was very bad in the movie. I mean, it's like he's like, why would you need a performance that's like kind of believable? You know, you yeah. want to go fully great. Just, yeah, you know. Either great way, so wait, let's before before we even before we even start doing anything, let's just set up the is this a place or is this movies? Because I'm treating it like movies right now. But if if it's a place, we gotta we gotta do some changing a little bit. I okay, mean, some character change. <laughs> not character change, but just because the audio, for example, I'm not recording the audio, so I would really. That would be hurtful. Uh oh. Well, I guess. All right. If you're not recording the audio, you should hit record <laughs> now. And that's when your episode begins. And this is where the movie's episode began 11 minutes ago, according to the recording here. I don't know. Hans, what do you think? Okay. Let's just care. do it. Let's just do it. All right, guys. I'll, <laughs> I can I'll, do I'll send you a link in two oh, seconds. No. Very good. Oh, very no. Good. What, Wait. No. So, what is this going to be? 10 minutes of. Would just, you guys want to do hey movies? Guys, ten, hold on, this? yeah, we're ten minutes into this episode now, no, 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 and it's no, no, like, no, no, oh, no. what is this a bonus feature for the Patreon people this for is movies? Stuff no one needs, you know. what I'm saying this is stuff we could very safely disregard and um and, and take it take it uh, new. Is that not true? You guys, what? All right, how about this? How about this, yeah. DC? Let's divide the Christmas goose two ways. We can do this. We can figure this out. What's the what's the shortest eight plates episode to date? Uh, forty five minutes, something like that. Okay. What if we do 45 movies, which, I mean, honestly, 45 minutes sucks for any podcast, I think. So what At that we do point, we're, and if we're so close to an hour. It's like, why not just do an hour and an yeah. hour? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I don't I'm know. Free, I don't honestly. know if I have two hours in me tonight. Hans, do you have two hours in you? I, I could probably will it. I could Never do, do it. it. <laughs> well, yeah, we just find out. Great. You're going to do fantastic. We'll do All right. Let's fuck it. Well, all right. Here. We're, this is, uh, well then, now we got to make the decision. What's the first hour now? Let's is just that do it, movies it, because yeah, the okay. tired, horrible one's going to be a place. We'll just start with the strong movies at first. Well, so according to you, that. no, according to you, it picks up at the halfway point. That's when it gets good. I disagree. That's actually that's a lie. I tell people to sell my gum road. What's going to happen is we're going to stop. We're going to start recording right now. Put a marker. Do something. Like this is this is the part where we say this is where we start. This is movies. Movies. Welcome back to movies. I'll just, you know, here's what I'll do. I'll just edit in. This is movies, a pod, and then that'll be the very beginning, and then it'll be a half hour of us arguing about whose show it is. <laughs> please, please, please. Let's just okay. We're starting movies right now. All right, this is movies, a podcast about the act of cinema. With me today, it's DC. Welcome back. I think this is only your second appearance, technically. Glad to be here. I mean, we don't know with the with the Kenny one. I thought it was going up on Babang. It is Babang. Yeah, that that yeah. that'll be Babang at some point. But now it might be Old Boys because that's my Kenny. I, now I'm thinking, do I want to keep that as a substitute <laughs> in case Hans is sick, or do I want to just throw these three episodes that didn't make it into the Old Boys feed? So, yeah. well. This is really up to you. I, I don't have much of a say. And if you if you would keep the episode and publish it publicly, that'd be very nice. It will That's be. Great. It will see the light of day. It will be published at some point. That's for sure. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! 
So what are we doing on was this that episode the four of hour? Hans? How are you, Hans? How's that... it going, Hans? Good. Uh, was that the four-hour episode that you said you recorded with Kenny? Yes, I did. I was on Zoom with Kenny for five and a half, six hours, something yeah. like that, and then DC hopped in at the very end, and that was probably the best of the four episodes, I'll tell you that right now. So I was saving that. I was like, all right, that's going to be the dark night to this. I mean, I, I released them out of order. I released the third hour or so as the first Kenny episode, because the second hour where Kenny's just whining about life. I was like, I got to keep this as far away from the public as possible. This is horrible on the ears. I was getting bored in real time. That's when I started drinking during the show. Man, and, isn't it uh, beautiful to like just cut stuff? You know what I'm saying? Isn't it, it nice is. to, just, to just be able to have final cut? You know what I'm saying? Just like, oh, wow, that was that was awful. Let's just get rid of it real quick. It's, it's, it's certainly therapeutic, but at the same yeah. time, I'll tell you what, the one episode where it was literally an hour long with Kenny yeah. took me three hours to edit that episode any episode i do with hans i just put in the music and then that's i do a deep pop so no one's lips are going and then that's it then it's out and it's what what, what, what are you you playing about kenny's lips that's not i'm not gonna well hold on i was i wasn't saying anything (laughs) it was like oh this this lips back and that was excessive in this episode Uh, you know yeah you call him dark knight and (laughs) (laughs) damn all right well, I have I have the movies of the year. Are we doing the movies? Yeah, DC. I would love. To, I would. I'm yeah, actually very curious because I'll tell you what. Yeah. You had a take recently on Letterbox where yeah. I was like, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yes. This is the correct take here, and the correct take. Although I'm not as harsh on this movie as you were harsh, mm. but I certainly felt this when watching it, and then after watching it and thinking about it, sitting with the film after yes. how many people sucked this movie's dick this year. I really just think it's because, oh, it's a guy kind of adjacent to our space of things coming up and doing well. Dream oh, scenario. Know, yeah, that's the dream scenario. Out. I find I have that po- movie significantly overrated. Sorry, Hans. I, sorry I didn't let you, you cut me off there as I was finishing my sentence. <laughs> oh, sorry, what bitch. <laughs> I what do we got? wanted to have his review. Okay. <laughs> I'm producing. Oh, my gosh. Do you wanna, Hans, do you want to read this for us? No, please. It's okay. okay. I can very average movie. Wait, first of all, wait a second. Hold on, poser. Hold on, kitty cat. You can't read my review with that little bitch ass voice. Not of yours, but you were doing. I was like, you got to be very cool. Right. You got to be very collected. You got to be very like very average movie, like it's sort of Clint Eastwoodian. If you want right. to read my, I don't review. know. I kind of, I kind of felt like it may be fit. You know what does DC stand for? <laughs> Delicate chatter. So <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Very average movie. <laughs> Disgusting. I love that. Zooming, <laughs> zooming That's in the comedian Ant from 2004. That's what I'm hearing right now. Wow. A person sits, zoom. People are talking, zoom. A literal static object. I won't zoom. stand by while my beautiful, critical Roger Ebert review is get, gets butchered by this man, okay. this man who doesn't even know right. the real You're meaning right. of Let it. Me- let me do the Roger Ebert impression then instead. <laughs> now, Gene. <laughs> All right. Hans. Can't have cancer. I think, you know, I'm like, I'm like catnip with Hans. If instead of cat getting cats horny, catnipped, you know, got cats into like a weird sort of surreal mindset. Every time I'm near it, I'm like Hans' kryptonite, sort of. Hans just goes yeah. cuckoo. He goes a little whoop. He's very collective. I'm trying man. to match how to match the energy of the guest, you know. 
<laughs> well, for for a good half hour, we didn't know who the guest was. So that that might be right. that might be what's going on here. Either way, dream scenario. Let me give you a real quick yeah. thing. You can read everything I post at to be underscore patriot on a letterbox, obviously. But it's it's not even important. I I didn't even want to shout it out. You know, one <laughs> star. That's that's kind of shocking. Yeah. But it's not that shocking. No, look, so real quick, I don't want to take too much of your time on this. Essentially, what happens, what happens, what happens is like a movie usually, if it's at least solid, if it's you know technically correct, if it if it makes sense, if it's cohesive, I'll give it like two or three stars, like because it's it's good, you know. If I enjoyed it somewhat, even though it's not my cup of tea, I'll give it that just for the technical capacity. But a dream scenario made me so angry, so irrationally mad because everything I hate about like modern sort of YouTubers going into movies or like people who are like yeah i want to capture the young audience with my new technique everything i hated was in that movie so it's extremely depressing for no reason not depressing because wow that's so real it's so interesting no because as i said in the review essentially it's like you're beating a dog for 90 minutes and at the end you're like you're, you're, of course people are going to be like wow poor nicholas cage everybody hates him but if there's no reason if there's no explanation whatsoever as to why people hate him or people are so angry, except, well, gee, some people see him in this, so no one supports him except the French. Either way, I don't want to spoil too much, but the, the whole thing is it, it's just made to get a reaction out of you. The very safe, the very unartistic sort of, oh, you're supposed to feel that way, and that's how everybody feels about it, you know? And obviously the technical as well, I fucking suck, man. The zoom, you can't have a static shot. You see Hans right here, he's frozen up, look like looks like Mr. Freeze or something, you know? That's I wouldn't good. say Mr. Freeze. Maybe, I don't know. He's, he looks kind of <laughs> constipated at the moment. That's a very good constipated face. This is usually a precursor to his internet dropping him out of the call, and he'll rejoin well, in a moment. Yeah, so, so well, he's going to pretend to have heard This it, is his like... best Joe Pesci and Home Alone impression he's giving right now. Bam! But, yeah, and it, it just always zooms. Have you noticed this, uh, Lorez? Have you noticed this? That, like, in, in movies today, you, can, you never have a static shot anymore. You always have a very, very slight zoom in. Yes. I even saw this in Michael Mann's uh, Ferrari, which I saw today at this theater, which I liked very much, but mm -hmm. that still irked me. The, it irked me. It no, I, me. I think there's an insecurity there to be able to hold whatever the shot is and not yeah. do anything. Uh, I, I'll, I'll certainly tell you that I have had that impulse in the past with projects where it's like, hmm, does this feel animated enough? Maybe not. Maybe we'll do an artificial, very slight zoom in, zoom out. And you can't go a movie without seeing that take hold, I would say. It's, but it's frustrating because it's like every time you just, it's like, okay, I get it. You know, it's like, the, it's almost like putting those, you know, uh, AI generated sort of pop-up subtitles that you see in reels. You know what I'm saying? It's sort of that thing. It's a trick to get you to be invested in a movie that's not that interesting. Otherwise. Yes, which people don't even, they don't even read through those before they publish them. There's just wrong words left and right all over these <laughs> subtitles I'm seeing on Instagram. It's very, very yeah. uncouth. Yeah, yeah. Well, either way, so I don't want to be, and again, it's going to be like, oh, everybody likes it, so I want to be this, this edgy well, guy. What do you, what do you think about the director, Christopher Borgley? Because I know he had another movie come out this year that yeah. was actually released last year, but it came over to America and got an English language release or something out in the West. Did you see that film? Are you familiar with any of his films, his so, shorts or... Yeah, I've seen features. two of his shorts. I've seen Ear, which was disgusting. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was cool to see maybe from Arrested Development in there. That was nice. That was cool. Um, that, but 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 the the one I'm really familiar with is the Andrew Ruse produced uh, cult member hears music for the first time. Right. That got into Sundance. That was kind of the breakthrough for this guy. Yeah. 
And that as well. Now look, because I'm like, okay, let me watch this again. Let me see if everything I hated about Dream Scenarios is in there. And it is. Like everything, it, because it works. It's a short. It's supposed to be this online thing you see on YouTube. Click on it. And then you're like, wow, I've been captivated. But mm -hmm. that for a whole movie, holy moly. Man, did you like Bo is Afraid? Have you seen that movie? I did like Bo is Afraid. I enjoyed that. Um, yeah. With Dream Scenario, I think my biggest problem with it was it did feel... Kind of to what you're saying here, I felt like the story and everything about it was designed more for something short form, and it couldn't carry. Exactly. It didn't know where to go for a full 90 minutes to two hours. The screen and... test was more interesting than the movie. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. It's actually, it's very creative. Sorry, I don't want to cut you off. No, no, no. There's a screen test with all the characters and everything. That looks way more kino and interesting to me than the whole movie. Mm. Um, sorry. Interesting. Okay, I'll I'll take a look at that. But uh, did you see his other film? I th I what I, what was it? Sick no. of myself. I exactly. think it was called. I haven't seen that one, unfortunately. No. I've heard nothing. I mean, honestly, I've heard nothing but good things about Dream Scenario until you chimed in. But I've heard <laughs> nothing but good things about Sick of Myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I I don't know what it is. There have been very good recent movies too, by the way. I don't know. People might not be familiar with my tastes and whatsoever. I'm not going to be like everything that's modern is bad. All I love is '70s movie. That's not true at all. Like I like. Um, let me see here. Although you do have John Cassavetes positioned right behind you, and who is that? Is that Peter Falk with him? It, it absolutely is. It's from Husbands. It's from the behind nice. the scenes of Husbands. Yeah, yeah. But look, it is my favorite. But I'm not one of those guys who hates everything that's new just because mm -hmm. it's not the 70s. I understand it's a different period. In fact, when a movie tries too hard to be 70s, like Joker, for example, it's almost pathetic. It's like, it, it, it's good, but it's like you, you really try to capture those movies which have already been made perfectly previously. So uh, that's that. There, there, I didn't notice the zoom-ins in Joker. Maybe it's just me, but you know what I'm saying? That like mm -hmm. technique of always zooming in. Yes, you can't leave it alone. Well, I mean, I don't think this year has been bad, but I feel as if it is a step down from last year. I think 2022 had much better movies. This year has some great films, but I wouldn't call it a standout year by any measure. Except uh, in the yeah. Elvis department. In the Elvis, I will have the hot take that in the Elvis department, the superior Elvis movie came out this year as opposed to last year. I, I have not seen Ooh. Priscilla yet. I do How have, have a copy. Priscilla? I have a copy. I haven't watched it. I've tried yeah. to watch it with like three different people. I'm like, hey, do you want to watch this Priscilla movie? And they're all put <laughs> off by the idea of it. Even my mom, my mom's a big Elvis fan. Nah, yeah. she won't. She won't do it. She won't sit down and watch Priscilla even. So it's fiction for sure. It's it's a scorned wife who's angry at her husband. Yet it's Kino from the Kino Corner. Mm. Is it is it fiction like Blonde? Uh, I here's I, I I did not want to bring this up. Obviously, Hans has something against me and wants to bring up all. All the diverging opinions. I did not enjoy Blonde as much as you guys, unfortunately. Ooh, what was your problem with Blonde? Ooh. Ana de Armas. I hate her so much. I, I cannot stand <laughs> her fucking Mexican accent and her fucking Spanish accent the whole way through. It's like I was. Yeah. Was that the only strike against it? Honestly, yeah. The rest of it was very creative. I saw the David Lynch influences. I liked the cast. I liked the cinematography. I loved the the blowjob scene. That was very uh, enticing. But seriously, like I liked the movie overall. But the the Ana de Armas, the acting, oh my gosh. He's like, oh no. I agree. So, <laughs> so what you're saying is, if it's going to be white, cast a white person? Not even. I agree. I literally do not huh? care about skin color. I would prefer, um, what's it called? Uh, the, the woman who plays in Lakeview Terrace, 2008, with... Uh, wow. Django Unchained what? lady? What's her name? <laughs> what? Carrie Washington? <laughs> Have you seen that movie, Hans? Lakeview Terrace? Yeah, but... like. 20 years ago that's a pool yeah. did you just watch that recently I, I watched it yesterday what it's compelled you to watch that movie 
uh, Patrice O'Neill naming it as the worst movie you've seen he's seen in the whole year. Like there was there was a clip somewhere where he's just like, man, I don't know. But he was just saying it was the worst movie he saw the whole year and that uh, that he just hated the whole thing. So I was going in expecting that it was going to be horrible. It's going to be just unwatchable. Surprisingly good. Surprisingly, like not as cringy as it should be for a race period of the time, you know? Interesting. I have the DVD of it on a shelf somewhere around here, but I didn't buy it. I didn't sit down and watch that fucking movie. Who's, who's that guy in there that looks like Patrick Wilson also, but it isn't is, Patrick Wilson? Patrick it is Patrick Wilson. Wilson. It is Patrick yeah. Wilson? All yeah. right, I'm confusing yeah. him with the guy who starred in Paparazzi, the Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson produced some random movie in 2004 when he was really mad at the media yeah. called Paparazzi, yeah. and it's like a guy's revenge against all the journalists and the paparazzi. <laughs> It's so, very relatable, yeah. Yeah, his name's like Cole Hauser or something like that. I, so that's <laughs> why I thought. That's why I remembered being the star of Lakeview Terrace. Hell yeah! No, but so you're saying so you're saying Patrick Wilson will make a better Marilyn Monroe than none of the armors. I would love a trans uh, uh, Marilyn. Honestly, it's time. Who's the number one character that all the drag queens choose at their first sort of drag performance piece? Hines, you know this. A hairspray woman, <laughs> John Travolta. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll let the transphobia slide uh, this one. It uh, is Marilyn. Rocky though. Horror. Rocky choo, Horror. Choo, choo. Ooh. That, yeah. That's a good point as well. But uh, what I'm trying to get at is that lots of uh, <laughs> lots of drag shows culminate in Maryland. You know, even the Harmony Corinne movie, Mister Lonely, features. Uh, mm a Marilyn Monroe impersonator. So what I'm saying is drag Marilyn much better than whatever Argentinian. But would you accept, let's say, let's say Hans were to dress up like Marilyn Monroe. Now he's kind of similar ethnicity to Ana de Armas. Would you have a problem with that? If he was overdubbed, no, it'd be so good to just overdub him. I'll I'll be the voice of that Marilyn. Just a female. Hello, I'm Marilyn. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, JFK. Can I touch it? <laughs> this is audible. Yeah, something like yeah. that, dude. That would have been great. That would have been great. No, man. So, uh, hold on. I want to get back to... You said you saw Ferrari today? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you think about Ferrari? Because I, mean, I, I thought it was great. A lot of people have been put off by the visual effects of it, which yeah. that stuck out to me when I watched it, but it didn't lessen the impact of the uh i'll say the accident later in the film yeah or even the accident earlier in the film absolutely i was very impressed because it's it was lots of zoomers in there i'm an old zoomer okay i i like to appreciate kino i get mad at people for breathing too hard at the theater like i'm very very autistic about that stuff so already i hated everybody because they were eating popcorn and like whispering shit in each other's ears it was very annoying but then the two moments in that movie i will not spoil them but the two moments where something crazy happens when there's like this big shocking uh, you know, event, everybody gasped. Like, actually, like, oh, yeah, that was my theory, that, too. That was awesome, man. I, I miss that so much. People being involved in the movie, that kind of gives you the strength to keep watching because it's, it's, it, you're not just in, I hate watching something in a room of people who clearly hate it. You know, it's just miserable because it's like you just want to leave. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? When people are out of the movie during the movie. So, so yeah, no, I loved it. It, it, but it was it was definitely just like um, Blender, you know, like Blender animations when you have like hundred guys just. It was yeah, it was literally that. I've seen G Mac oh, do that with no. his laptop fifty times in a row, where he's like, "Yeah, yeah. we're just gonna throw this guy across the globe." So, <laughs> you know, I don't even know if it's really a spoiler because it's all history, right? But I mean, I didn't expect that when I walked into the film. I thought, all right, this is gonna be a straightforward biopic. I didn't expect oh, yeah. it to be littered with car accidents. Absolutely, absolutely. But it, but stylistically, that was very nice as well. Yes. The acting was incredible. I hate 
English speaking movies where the foreigners just speak like with an accent, you know, that sort of, mm-hmm. I don't like that. It's a recurring <laughs> trend here with the show. But yeah. uh, even, even that, I mean, he, it, he was so touching and uh, I, I teared up in the movie. No joke. I teared up at, at one of his performances. It was, it was great. When he's talking about his son, it was, it was uh, touching. Very. I, I love any time. Like, I don't, I don't like going to the theater because of audiences uh, for Same. that exact reason. But when you, when, when it's perfect and it improves the movie, like the, the, when I saw Paranormal Activity on in the theater and it came out, I was sitting next to two large African-American women that overly reacted to everything. And it made the movie so much more fun than when I saw it later at home, where I was just like, this is all right, but I'm not laughing as much <laughs> as I yeah. was in the theater, you know? Mm-hmm. So it does, it does, it could improve what the movie is. Uh, but most well, of the time, the, they... here's what the racists don't understand. Okay. Those people yeah. speak out loud in the movie theater, not because they want fame, because they naturally react that way. And that's so cool. Yeah. What I hate mm-hmm. is a comedian. I hate those, like, usually white, like, 14 year old boys who are like, oh get him like one of them one of them literally oh. ferrari the, the scene one one of the scene that we're talking about loress he when yeah. a lot of people you know he was like strike you know that sort of humor sort of like a uh 4chan edgy i hate yeah. that because that person wants attention that person imagines that someone hears that during the movie he wants to be ferrari yeah <laughs> so it, it, it's very unfortunate that what's taking hold here clap for him you know it's it's disgusting but the, no, but, but, the yeah. closest thing i've had to that was like two 50 year old men in the theater for yeah. evil dead 2013 and they sat in front of me and they thought they were doing mystery science theater 3000 they were like hey look it's <laughs> justin bieber on this they wouldn't shut the fuck up yeah i was literally going shh 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 over yeah. and over and over and did they listen no they didn't listen if listen. I go to jail soon, it's because I threatened someone at the movie theater, for sure. Uh, I do that. I've done that too. Yeah, it's very remember, bad. And it's the the worst thing is that I, I think I was watching something like the the Ouija movie, not even the Origin <laughs> of Evil one, but like the Ouija movie that came out in like twenty two thousand six. Yeah, Why do you know how to say Ouija, but you can't say romp? <laughs> romp. You've said you called a romp a rump for every single show, and you've used the word romp several times in the past month. And this is verifiable. Go listen to any episode of Movies or Babang. You will hear Hans refer to films as rumps. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. Sorry, I remember watching. I I remember watching what you were saying. I remember uh, watching Ouija, and there was just uh, a group of uh, Costa Ricans that were talking on the other side of the theater and I just got up and started yelling at them. And then I realized that I was in Costa Rica, so you should not be yelling at strangers because they might stab you. <laughs> so yeah, then I was yeah. like, I'll just I'll just sit down over here and uh, enjoy this shitty movie that was terrible. Well, I will say one thing. It's not even about the threat of violence sometimes. It's like you cannot enjoy the movie when you know someone's glaring at the back of your head, you know? Like everybody wants to be this alpha Chad Sigma, but if you have a confrontation with someone and then you're in the room with them for another hour, you're you're not going to yeah. be focusing on the movie. You're just going to be like, how can I, what's the perfect line I can say to them when I'm exiting the theater, you know? It's <laughs> like, <laughs> you see those people in that crash? I wish that were you, bruh, you know, <laughs> something like that. Uh, did you guys watch any any good old holiday films during the holiday break here? We're just recording this right after Christmas time. Christ- yeah. Well, it's still Christmas time, but it, right after Christmas. Yeah. Uh, now, Hans, I know you're not particularly one for the holidays, but did you have to sit down with your, your gal and watch It's a Wonderful Life? 
No, we watched the Grinch, that the Jim Carrey one, and that's okay. And then we watched Nightmare Before Christmas, which holds up weirdly. And, I just uh, I, I, was, I watched that recently too. It was pretty great. It was short. I forgot yeah, how short it was. It's that was my thing too. I I I, uh, I thought it was going to be at least an hour and a half, but no, it's, it's like seventy six minutes, and uh, it. There, there's something about the grainy look about it that uh, it still holds up, still looks great. Uh, so those were the two, I think, holiday-ish movies. Uh, we plan on watching more, but we just never, never did. So what about you, DC? I watched Aguirre, The Wrath of God by Werner Herzog. That's a perfect Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, it starts on Christmas and then it goes over the new year. But I, 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 that was a funny little jab. I will say I watched an actual Christmas movie. It was Remember the Night with um barbara stanwick it's one of those i i'm I'm gonna pretend like i know the movie i just saw it on criterion okay i'm not gonna be like oh of course that classic it's just a little small movie see what i thought you were talking about i'm misremembering things again is we own the night starring mark Wahlberg (laughs) and joaquin phoenix as brothers trying to survive the criminal underworld yeah yeah and no i can't take a cleft lip on christmas that's too much for Mm. me uh wait so you've gotten to the point where you're watching 30s movies now yeah, it's... you you've watched what like three hundred movies this year. No. I, I think I saw a post of you being like, "Oh, yeah," and it's I've not seen to like brag. over a hundred movies. It's no, no. It, I've watched a thousand and twenty-seven films this year. Right. Yeah. Which. Yeah. And Did you say you watched a thousand thirty-seven films? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, thousand thirty-seven. So one zero three seven twenty-seven. My bad. Twenty-seven. This one, sounds zero, very lonely. Seven. Isn't no. that like, hold on, that's like three films, more than three films a day. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's not all feature length, though. Don't forget about that. It's okay. shorts in there as well. I log everything. If I mm. see a commercial that's on Letterboxd, I'll log it, you know? But, yeah, how uh, many right. smosh sketches from YouTube did you put in there? <laughs> yeah, all the Fred Figglehorn discographies mm-hmm. on there for sure. No, look, it's it's uh, it's funny because people think I don't work or whatever. I'm, I just have no social life. I just I work all day and every time, and then afterwards I don't sleep and I just watch movies. That's very that's pretty much what it is, you know. Um, wh- where do you work so that people can come and say hello? I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well how are you going to be spending the new year dc are you going to how many movies do you have a go-to new year's eve film no i usually escape very far from the city on new year's it's not even a joke i just drive a lot i drive like 20 kilometers away from the city and i just camp out somewhere start drinking that's nice that's that's a much better way than what i usually do which is i drink at home and watch movies (laughs) And pass yeah. out before midnight. I, yeah, I eat same. like uh, the most sodium-filled Chinese food and <laughs> yeah. fall asleep at eleven thirty. No, it's it's awesome. You just go away, you escape. You know, you think you, you're on the run or whatever, and you just go far away and like, yeah, hell yeah. And then you think you're you cool should, uh, yeah. You should drive all the way down to somewhere in Boston, the trailer park, and spend it with Kenny. Dude, Kenny and I have become best friends in like 45 minutes. Isn't that not true? I'm glad you guys resolved your differences of him just not going on your show, not checking DMs, not doing anything uh, and repairing that. Although, yeah, yeah. we didn't follow up to get him on your show. Yeah, it's not probably not going to happen, but I thought it was. I don't don't think I tried to get him on uh, on repeated shows since then. And he he's like, oh, yeah, sorry, I fell asleep. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Pod, yeah. And then he'll hit me up the next day at 8.30. I'm in the middle of doing some podcast. And then he'll send me like a wine emoji. 
Damn. like the wide open mouth and the squinting eyes like in pain so yeah i thought wine emoji like a glass of wine yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah me too yeah. it's just like what do you mean it's just like <laughs> yeah you're the wrangler candy. you're you're the only one that can wrangle it. Yeah, I'm the closest into. thing to a canny handler that there is. Yeah. You know, Gary Busey, he's got his wife, which Gary, can we look up Gary Busey's wife real quick? He did way better than what you would ever expect for his modern self. And she's not like using him. Or if she is, she's the best actress in the entire world. So anyway, I'm kind of like uh, Gary Busey's wife, but to Kenny. Hell yeah. Shout out to Gary Busey who played in uh, Entourage. He, he bought an art installation entourage and turtle knocks it over and he cries wow that is really not her that's his second ex-wife who died in jail that's Roseanne. oh my bad. gary busey's second ex-wife who died in jail that's who you looked up oh you mean this one uh stephanie sampson sorry my bad i thought you were you wanted to sure she looks oh. like uh rfk jr's wife who played in curb cheryl hines Oh, yes. A little bit, sort of. Yes, yes. Um, okay, so yeah, Gary Busey has like a 40-year-old hairdresser wife who he met when he needed a haircut, and she said she fell in love with him during the haircut. <laughs> so. Yeah. And this is yeah, recent. Like, this is like in the past 10 years, 15 years. Have you seen the haircut, Lores? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have? Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. What a great movie. I wish that were real. Are you a big Entourage fan, DC? I love Entourage so much. You don't even know. I've watched the movie like three times. I've watched every episode. So because it's like it's like having friends. People listen to podcasts to pretend they have friends. I can't do that. Uh, I can't listen to pod. I, I watch Entourage. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. Who do you yeah, relate we, to on Entourage? Who's your avatar? Well, we'd all like to be Vinny Chase, you know, really. But at the same time, I don't even. I don't even know. I don't even. It's not like that. It's sort of like you're the secret fifth character was just out there you know what i'm saying he's just hanging out with those guys you know i don't think so Mark, i think i think you can pick an avatar that means you feel like you're turtle or somebody unflattering yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah my yeah. avatar is just mark Wahlberg, who just made millions and he didn't even have to be on the show <laughs> he was on the show though he always pops up as, he as himself he's yes. always just like yo guys what's up Vinny?" and that's it that's his appearance for the credit for the episode yeah it's awesome i'm um what is it exhibit I'm exhibit on that show. I want to be like exhibit because exhibit like takes turtle and hangs him upside down from the top floor of a hotel. That's his great scene. In Does he play himself on that show? Yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Hans, you're very Johnny <laughs> drama because you're older. No, I've, I have never seen this show. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Just Hans, like, very, very look up, look up the entourage quartet real quick. We'll oh, just, we'll great. break it down for you. Very simple for you to do your best Johnny drama. Just put your hands up in the air and scream victory. If you do that, your people are gonna go crazy. You're gonna be go nuts. You're gonna be like Hans is our new legend. <laughs> yes, I think so. Can you uh, do that, Hans, real quick. What Hans, you're a big Kevin Dillon fan, right? Yeah, just put your hands up. In oh, the air like is this. that who I am? Yeah, <laughs> I'm the older, the older friend. I I can't grow a goatee though, so I guess I. Yeah, you it's could. Okay. I think you could. I feel like it it would not come in like that necessarily, but something would come in. It'd be very pointy. Let's so see. am I? It's Johnny Drum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the hair, yeah. that hair is way better than my hair. That's us. We can. You there. think that's his real hair? Come on. 
the guy doesn't even have real calves, right? If you've seen the show, he's got to get his calf and Yeah. That's you know, my favorite arc here is that Kevin Dillon has wound up doing direct to Redbox movies with Mel Gibson. They paired him in like three different movies in the same year. Yeah. Well, was Ent- Entourage the biggest thing he's done? Probably, right? No. Um, yeah, maybe maybe Platoon, but he, like for a focal role, yeah, probably Entourage. True. He's definitely most known for Entourage. Yeah. Great um, in the Blob, the Chuck Russell Blob from 1988. <laughs> Not the 50s version? No. Uh, which is very bad as well. I, Man, Entourage just takes me back, bro. I love Entourage so much. You guys don't even know how much I love Entourage. I used to like On the that. line. On the line is the move. Oh, damn. He did the buddy games. This is very peculiar, this buddy games phenomenon. Are you guys familiar with this? Hans, no, maybe no. I brought this up mm-hmm. before. Please tell no, me. No. So buddy this? games is Josh Dumel's like little project that he did as an indie film. Okay, stay on this page real quick, Hans. Don't move. Mm-hmm. He did this movie called Buddy Games, and it was released as a comedy in like 2015 or something like that. And it was a poster like this, but, you know, they do the basic blank very boring white backgrounds and it's four friends he's in there kevin dylan's in there and then two other guys total flop terrible reviews forgotten somehow he goes to cbs and he's like i have an idea for turning my movie that nobody saw into a family reality show for your network and they go buddy games the reality show all right count us in 8 p.m in prime time three nights a week let's do this the show i guess is kind of a flop but he gets enough money from doing the show to then do this buddy game sequel. And so there's just a whole uh, franchise now for buddy games that transcends scripted films and unscripted reality television. It's, I've never seen anything like it in my life. It's kind of like when they did the real Gilligan's Island. That's the closest thing that comes to this. It would be like if they did the real friends, the real everybody. Actually, they kind of did do the real everybody. The reunion? Friend. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's very strange, but that's what I know about this buddy games here. He but plays actually Bob successful? Father. I mean, obviously it is enough to make two movies in the series where like, do does, does it have an audience? Do people love it? You know? No, there's no, that's the thing is no, nobody even knew about this. This is from 2019. I mean, he took, he yeah, owned like, the property <laughs> though. And he sold it as a reality show to CBS. Shout out Olivia Munn. She once ate five hot dogs in one sitting. Is that Swartzen? So yeah, it's yeah, Nick Swartzen. By the way, you had a yeah. Dax Shepard. Damn, that guy. They couldn't get Dax back apparently because you see him on a coffin, like as a photo. Oh, yeah, but it's and you uh, couldn't get you... Olivia either, right? Why? What is she? She's, up not, to? she's not doing anything. She's getting older. G four come back. Right? She's not in this thing. True. Damn. Jensen Ackles, Lachlan Monroe. That's a guy who's in every teen movie in the late 90s and early aughts. <laughs> Jensen Ackles, the soldier boy? Supernatural guy? Yeah, Jensen. Yeah. Oh, man, that's so good. Hans, what's your favorite CW Holy show? shit. Geeky it should show. be Supernatural. All, like one third of the comments are, hey, you look like the guy from Supernatural to Hans, but not <laughs> Jensen Ackles, the other guy. Yeah. No, I I think I've only seen a couple of episodes of that, and I was like, this is so cheesy that even when it came out or whenever I was yeah. that age, I was like, this sucks. What about uh, the superhero the, shit? The, you loved uh, Scream Queen? The Arrow. Arrow was good <laughs> when it first came out. I'm Oliver oh, Queen. CW. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I started uh, watching? I started watching, I think it's called One Tree Hill. Yeah. That show's pretty good. 
What is it? I don't know. It's about a dad who's uh, the first episode is a dad who's a dentist or no, he's a world famous doctor. Yeah. Is, uh, you know, he's very successful. His wife dies in a car wreck like days before he's about to perform an emergency surgery on a guy and he's yeah. got a family and everything. And then he tells the patient, he's like, listen, I know I'm the only guy who can do this surgery, but you're probably going to die anyway. I quit. I quit being a doctor. And then he goes and moves out to Montana with his family. And that's the show. Dude, there's a Patrick Wilson show that's exactly the same premise. A Patrick Wilson show? Yeah. That's that how guy I can't mean. lead a TV show. He can absolutely look it up, Hans. I'm sorry, Hans, to use your services like this. Okay. I know you hate me. Please look it up. Look, Go up and look up. Uh, Type faster, you... Hans. Come on, quick. Let's see this. I'm excited <laughs> right, now. Hold on. Keyboard monkey. No, but I will say one thing. Uh, uh, it's so good. Dr. Holt. He plays Dr. Holt in a TV show. I don't know what it's called exactly, but what are you looking at? What do we oh, got here? Patrick Wilson? Yeah, Patrick Wilson TV show. Just look that up directly. You guys love IMDb so much, you can't even type on Google anymore. Most of the show is oh. IMDb listing. <laughs> Thanks, you, Terrace. Shout out. Great movie. Could you a please... Gifted Man. Could... Yes, that's it, I think. Yes, that's right. What was this on? I was don't this know. a cable Just... show or, or was this... TV. Canadian TV. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I don't know what American... CBS. <laughs> okay. We got it. We had it on like uh, a special show, like a channel that would just show a bunch of. It was. I used to watch Castle. You guys know Castle? Yeah. Was that Nathan <laughs> Fillion? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes. Castle. I used to watch and Hawaii Five O, the reboot with. Uh, hey, Scott you know Lee. what show I used to love? Uh, Angel. That show was great. Damn. How about Eli Stone? Anybody? Um, no, that was Johnny I, Lee Miller. He falls into a coma and wakes up and he's an attorney and then everyone is singing and dancing every episode. <laughs> oh. Damn. Hey, Seventh that. Heaven. Remember Seventh Heaven? The yeah. dad in that show was a little... Was everyone's favorite character yeah. on this podcast. How'd you feel? Yeah. I'm, I keep directing my questions towards Hans because he's, he's refusing yeah. to open up to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm he like, is Hans, very closed this... off. He's a very yeah. reserved man. I'm like, open up. Weird Hans. way of putting it. Yeah. Open, open up, up Hans. Open up. Um, so <laughs> what did you feel about Patrick? Uh, what's his name? The guy from Friends dying. I just saw his picture real quick. Patrick. Man. That yeah. ain't his name. <laughs> Pat- I don't care. I never... Ma- Maddie. Old Matt. Matt, Matt Perry. Matt, Matt LeBlanc. No, yeah, wait. He got Matt stuck LeBlanc in a is... K-hole and drowned. Yeah. yeah. That's the darkest way to go. Yeah. Um, it's the, so funny that he it? played this off for so many years as alcoholism. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love so, that. I'm, just trying I'm to bring down man. Yeah, oh, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm Matt what? Man. I'm what just, was that? You know, Batman had some uh, underwater masks he could wear so he wouldn't drown in his own jacuzzi. <laughs> What's <laughs> so up with all the Batman content Batman. these days? Huh, Hans? That's a good what, question. What I just did a Mid Journey for Batman today because Mid Journey's because Hans sent me a Mid Journey of Batman. He was like, Isn't this crazy? I was like, Yeah, that's that is crazy. I'll make my yeah. own Batman now. And I just posted yeah. that on Twitter and I got eight likes. Hell yeah. All, all my engagement has been suppressed since my blue check went away because I changed my picture and then changed oh. my picture back. What a diva, Elon Musk. I know. You're paying I him know. and you can't even get your check. That's crazy. Instagram, on the other hand, you can get a check very easily. Yes. I, I, I refuse to pay for social media, though. I don't know why. I just, I just you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just feel it's kind of dumb. So I, I don't know. I was fucking with this today. I tried to make you the penguin, Hans, but it didn't work out. That's why you're not in here. And I just did a regular cast of people. Mid Journey's getting quite impressive with the 
uh, authenticity of, of, of everything. So yeah, I decided like to do it Closing here. up shop 2023. Yeah, it does, doesn't, doesn't it? it? <laughs> Which is my first movie. You know what, guys? You try to you try to run me to the ground. I'm going to go over the best movies of the year. That's or I'm sure going to get some structure. I can't do this impromptu stuff. I'm not as friendly as you guys. You guys have a great friendship. I'm very yeah. structuralized, you know. Uh, is it so we, yeah. Yeah. So what's, what was your best movies of the year? What was the best, you know? What was the best film of the year? Hans, you want to give that, you want to drop that this early? Early you, in the year? Uh, actually, if you want to do an actual episode, I don't want to ruin your episode. Let's just do like 2012. What's your best movie of 2012? Ooh, best movie oh, of 2012? I feel like yeah. that was not that significant of a year for movies. It was a big blockbuster year. I think Dark yeah. Knight Rises, Prometheus. Was Prometheus 2012 or was that 2011? I have to scroll 2013. Back. That was 2013. <laughs> um, actually, whichever year England is Mine came out. 20, let's do 2017, actually. 2017. Oh, Sorry, guys. Sorry for the misdirect. 2017 looks like a great year. My my top movie of that year when it when it came out was Good yeah. Time, but I think in retrospect it's Blade Runner 2049. Really? Yeah. You've grown appreciation for for the movie for Denis Villeneuve in general. It was pretty close. It was neck and neck to begin with, but yeah, mm-hmm. I think Good Time is still fun, but yeah. um, I don't know. I think Blade Runner 2049 is just a more accomplished film. I just can't stand that guy. I hate the guy. Danny Villeneuve. His movies, yeah, yeah. His movies are alright because he he tries to be like, I, I'm this guy from Montreal, just making it big, or whatever. And he's he's really he's the most commercial. And there's nothing wrong with it. I think Blade Runner it takes sort of a big commercial guy. You can't make Blade Runner as an indie movie. It's it'd be ridiculous. But I think he's a very sort of he's gonna put out a movie. People are gonna be excited for it. They're gonna watch it and then pretty much forget about it right away. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I feel it's not that memorable, except for a few, obviously. Anisanzi is a very good, like, local, uh, not local, but like, like a Quebecois production and um, 2049 as well. Yeah, one of his early movies, he adapted like an Arab Quebecois, like Quebec story. Um, and that was his, like, mo- number one major movie that Villeneuve did before doing Prisoners and all that stuff. Hmm. I, yeah. I have honestly I haven't seen his early films the first movie I think that he put out where I caught notice of it and yeah. uh checked it out was just Prisoners so yeah I've seen and Prisoners I've know. seen Arrival I, Sicario I think his yeah. Sicario is the lesser Sicario movie personally speaking I haven't seen the new I, one I feel like if it's not corner gas why would you care when it comes to a Canadian production, right? They've been oh, recommending yeah, like that show to me left and right anytime <laughs> I go on Amazon Prime. All, also, by the way, all the streaming services decided to go to shit at the same exact time. Netflix now has it. I have the Netflix with ads. Amazon Prime is saying, oh, if you want to pay an extra $21, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll yeah. leave it the same. That's fucking heinous. That's like a hostage situation. Well, they just keep removing episodes, not even for race reasons anymore, just for copyright reasons. Because of Max. Half the episodes of a show I'm watching, this show which we have on the background right now, half of them are missing. It's like, oh, the dar- hey, 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 bitch, do you want to watch season three, episode seven? Well, too bad. Get Max. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, they'll just remove one or two episodes every and season. And they've offloaded many of their movies over to Netflix. Now, you take a look at Netflix, it looks like HBO Max with how many Warner Brothers films they've got in that library. Because I yeah. guess that's their workaround for not paying residuals to people. So, <laughs> cool. All right. They're all, it's it. all going to be garbage going into 2024. True, 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 true. IRC, YTS.MX mm-hmm. for mm. movies. That would be great uh, yeah. if my internet service provider was like, yeah, we're going to just kind of 
slowly slowly we're going to slow down your internet gradually until you realize something's up and then when you do realize and reach out we're going to give you this copyright notice that we received like this passive aggressive girlfriend who won't tell you what the fuck is wrong and you have to be like are you sure you're not in a bad mood are you really sure i think you might be in a bad mood and they're like ah yeah all right i am in a bad mood they give you the fucking email it's like all right well you want me to sign it and say i did wrong all right fine i I fucking downloaded it okay can i get my internet back now cool I, I forget that. Do you get, it's the worst fucking you, state. Yeah. Do you get that in Canada, DZ? Because I, I download yeah. so many movies and TV well, shows. And I was no going to ask you like, guys, because I, I, I listen to the show religiously, as I'm sure you do mine. Uh, it is... It is it is it is very crazy to hear you guys talk about downloading movies. I just stream everything. Like, Why would you download it? For higher quality? or They don't pay for it? No, no, for sure. But stream, I don't mean paying stream, but there's websites out there. I mean... My personal favorite, oh. fmovies.to. Like, you can just click on the movie and it plays. Pretty good quality. What was that? What, what's the name of the website? BTFO.net? No. What is no, this? No, I trusted you. Lemonparty.org? <laughs> Meatspin. Yeah, what is it? Oh, yeah. Am I shooting myself in the foot by saying it works well because they're going to just, like, take it down? I don't know. But uh... F movies. Yeah, but movies, movies has a Z? a Z at the end. Yeah, f f movies z dot t o, and it's a great website. It's, it's a everything. hate website for movies, a podcast about it's. This is his big practical joke he's been planning the year for. <laughs> yeah, but can uh, we get a look at the layout of this site, Hans? If you can just show us, it looks us. professional as hell, dude. I I got my top uh, Filipinos to make it. It's really good. It's nice. very nice. It's high quality. Hans, I just I logged on to Letterbox real quick to take a look at the movies I saw because I do I've been cataloging all the best films of the year since Hell about yeah. 2017, which is when I logged on to Letterbox. Hans, you, it says there here it you added Naga to your watch list. Yes. No, you you idiot, you doofus. You <laughs> oh, this is a good website. Yeah, I think <laughs> well, maybe if you just click watch movies online or free movies. <laughs> No, he misspelled it. The Which big, one? The big smart oh, guy. Bad. It's oh, F no. movies with a Z at the end. S Z, obviously. Oh. Are are you sure we don't search there? there? You go. Okay, here it is. It's the best That's website of all time. You, you got May December on there, which I watched was the best movie of the year. I'm pretty sure May December was insane. Todd Haynes. Wonka. They've got Wonka now. Ooh. I, dream scenario right Aquaman there. Too. Yeah. Saltburn, Oppenheimer. Yeah. Killers of Flower Moon, all the greatest movies of the year. Sound of Freedom, <laughs> best movie of the year. I, I'm gonna get around to watching that before I do my list, but I, I don't anticipate it'll crack the list. But I feel like it's a pretty big one for the year. Sound of Freedom, yeah. On Twitter, I guess it didn't even get like major theater play here. There's just one theater one time that played it in in the entirety of Montreal. So, I, not to say it's the barometer for the whole world, but still, like you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't a major release at all. I don't think people loved it. I don't know. I I I was shocked that it was playing at my local theater, and that's yeah. like a regal, you know. So it was like, oh, this is the you know you can walk in for free. Apparently, they'll just gift you a ticket, which I think is how they cheated and said, oh, this is a big box office hit. Is they were giving away tickets. The company was paying for the tickets, so that's how they got. <laughs> they the played it. They played it here, but I've been trying to watch Godzilla minus one at a theater, and I don't think that's going to happen for me because. It just That's didn't not a come thing out. that Costa Ricans are interested in, I guess. No, Sound of Freedom was here for like a month. Godzilla can't find it anywhere. Well, it's more relatable, isn't it? You know, not doesn't it take years. place in Costa Rica? <laughs> Some uh, trafficking, yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess 
I did download it and where it's like the first five minutes and I, I, I didn't care for it. I read some review where the opening of the movie starts with Jim Caviezel and his team breaking into like some guy who lives in his mom's basement and he's a big sweaty nerd downloading child porn. And the review is like, isn't this a little stereotypical of what a pedophile would look like? Shouldn't Very it be true. a more handsome man? Shouldn't it be someone a little more well-established? Absolutely. I was like, the podcast, perhaps, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, what an interesting angle to take for your, your criticism here of this film. Oh, it's incredible. I love blocking people on Letterboxd. Here's when I get a little twisted, a little goofy. I just go online. I just block people. Like You, you go to see why they hated your favorite movie. And it's always the dumbest reason of all time. Like in, in that movie, Remember the Night, There's it's a whole movie. It's a beautiful, very modern, blah, blah, blah. Not to talk about a movie you haven't seen, but there's a, a line in there where a guy's like, Oh, a dog's like a woman. The more you beat it, the more it listens, whatever, something like that. And then the person immediately, he's like, I have to shut off the movie. Half a star. Incredibly misogynist. It's like, you you can't you can't do that, man. I, mm -hmm. I You know, I get so mad almost when people just, they, there's one element they hate and then they, they just go off. Like me with the cinematography. But at the same time, if it's cinematography, I mean... plus story, plus story, you know. Like you with another Armas's accent. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But look, I will I will argue one thing, okay? Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, if you'll hear me out on this one, I feel like camera work is humongous for a movie. If that's wrecked, what do you have? Just a script? You know what I'm saying? It's a it's a play at that point. That's my Chris Borgley thing. What about you know, uh blonde? It's like, okay, what 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 is a movie without a lead performance? Just background actors? It's an ad? You know what I'm saying? Like if you if you're missing one of the main characteristics of the whole thing, of course it's gonna suck, you know? And that's just my opinion of it. I'm sorry, you guys. I, you know, I tried to love it. I, I went to movies. I was like, yeah, I'm going to love this movie. And I just couldn't handle it because she was just speaking like the maid from Family Guy. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah, she was the bumblebee from The Simpsons. Also, We're really dating ourselves here, Hans. Is the bumblebee from The Simpsons meet spin. <laughs> it's, a, it's a new youthful audience. I do, yeah. I, although I do notice our primary demo with uh, all the downloading is 25 to 38 yeah so we got to get that 13 to 21 audience <laughs> we need like kids we need to bring yeah. on guests from like the new fish tank are you watching the new fish tank dc look i'm not going to say anything publicly because you know i love md and i'm not going to say anything so you fucking hate it you hate I it do. as much as I... anna de armas I, <laughs> very hard to do so you know that scene when she grabbed ben affleck's cock that was a very new low and I'm not going to compare it to the new cast of Fish Tank, but I could. And I'm not going to, though, because I love those guys. And I'm never going to. Which say one is most like Ben Affleck's cock? <laughs> no, just the whole thing. I don't want to see it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But no, yeah. look, this I'll say something. I'll, here's what I'll say, because someone on Discord said, I'm very curious to hear Laura's take on Fish mm -hmm. Tank, too. And I think I might have said this on a, a previous episode. I think what they're doing is very admirable. The fact yeah. that they're pulling it off and they can even have they can facilitate that sort of thing. But this season is, and uh, granted again is 10 days so far and fish tank runs what 40 to 60 days. So it's early yet. Everybody thought, Oh fuck. John's off the show. Didn't you, you had John on your show recently. Didn't you? Yeah, DC? we did. We did. Yeah. So go listen to that. Everybody. If you're interested <laughs> in fish tank, very, uh, very nice. Kayfabe here. This episode's not making it out. I know it. you're going to bury it on the page. No, no, no. It's I'll coming out tonight. Side. It's, it's a 20, it's a verifiable, 2023 episode that's for certain that's Absolutely. for certain and speaking so, of 
What about Saltburn? You guys see Saltburn? Sorry, no, you, you were saying something about Hans watched Saltburn by so himself sorry. alone. Good. He locked his girlfriend out and said, wait two hours. <laughs> no, I read Boys uh, only what's... in this room. Yeah. <laughs> what's her favorite uh Armin White's review? And he was very negative about Saltburn. Was he? He was like, yeah, he was like, uh, this uh a uh, liberal woman directing or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I saw he was like criticizing that. somebody who criticized, uh, he criticized the criticizer. He had a remark towards somebody who was negative about Rebel Moon. I think he just typed in all capitals, fuck you, all caps. <laughs> Dude, honestly, he said something like that. Have not seen that movie, but I relate to that statement, that sentiment. Okay, sometimes mm. I do want to just go out there and be like, shut up, idiot, you didn't get it. You didn't get it. Yeah, the yeah. French connection is supposed to be how it is, you idiot. No, it wouldn't benefit from your dumbass additions of like <laughs> more fucking aerial scenes and everything. I, I I love that. I just love just just getting angry about reviews. Uh, and that's that's it. I will say one thing: Saltburn was a good movie. I think it, it's a movie I'm supposed to hate, but the cast was so strong. It was so be Jacob Elordi. Okay, let me tell you one thing about this guy. He's the anti Timothy Chalamet. I'll come out with that statement. Okay, I in hate, what way? I hate one of them. I love the other. They're both very handsome. So just, hold on, just personally for you, then he's the anti Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> That's all that counts, buddy. You think I care about the public opinion? I got the army of one. Okay, it's me against the world, mm -hmm. and and we're we're talking Chalamet versus uh, Elordi. Elordi, first of all, tall. Elordi, second of all, high T. Chalamet, low T, short. Ran into a camera like a big doofus, like he's a five year old kid. Okay, Wonka, nobody saw it. Here we have Jacob Elordi this year. Saltburn. All right. We got Priscilla. The Hold on, nobody saw Wonka. I just got a, an article today that said Wonka made two hundred million this week and is leading the box office. I was like, yeah. I I thought people showed up for Wonka. I didn't even know this movie was out, but <laughs> I guess that's box. global. You know, yeah, what is the exactly. budget on this thing? Anyway, all this to say, Fish Tank Two sucks so far. I think they made a big mistake making it yeah. in like Christmas time so soon after the first one. Yeah, the House is great. Love the House. Some of the people are fun. It's not going well. It's not good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, o Canada, another upcoming movie with Jacob Elordi. Is going to Ooh, be that's, that's exciting. That's exciting. Richard Gere and Paul Schrader together yeah. again. And so. there's another, there's another, sorry, Hans, go ahead. You no, just no, needed just, to yawn I'm, into the microphone. You mean the, the kissing booth one, two, and three, Jacob Elordi? Is that... You see, Hans, if you had to blow three men to get on top, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You would do it. And I cannot blame Jacob Elordi for chasing the bag. Yes, the kissing booth is not Kino from the Kino Corner, okay? It's not the best. It's not the ultimate holy grail. It's not Rosemary's baby, you know? It's yeah. not that level. I understand that. And I, I hear you, and I believe you on that. But the, the roles he's gotten since. This year, I don't think any actor in recent memory has such a strong sort of multifaceted year. Uh, than so, Jacob so what does he what does he do on Saltburn that you were like yeah this Jacob guy he's the that's the guy that's he's, my he's guy just, he's just so good at playing different types of characters you know yeah he's typecast as the hot guy usually for sure but when he played okay. Elvis uh, versus when he played uh, the guy in Saltburn he he was like it's it's two different accents first of all do you know this he's actually British what the hell mm. he's Australian actually but he does British in that movie American he does British Elvis. Elvis. 
yeah. But no, I mean, you know what I'm saying either way, I, guys, I'm not even going to go off on this too hard, but I do like him very much. I think his year, I'm trying to pull up here the, the newest first, the movies. There's a movie that's coming up as well that with him. You know, uh, I just realized uh, you never made your point at the very start of the show about the stand-up specials that you watched this year, DC. Well, we that's getting cut out, so I'm, I'm actually going to bring up stand-up special out of the blue. You know, I think stand-up specials, there's been so many this year, and none of them yep. good, because I feel like the art form is not an art form at all, actually. And, uh, yeah. I think the podcast is spoiled seeing a man on stage recite very thought-out lines for humorous sake. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think it definitely has sullied being able to sit down and watch that and seeing it as a pure form of entertainment. Yeah. I am what I hate. You know what I'm saying? I hate when guys are just like, movies are not good anymore. Look at the oldies. But I would much rather watch like a three-hour compilation of, I don't know, whoever on Conan or Letterman than anybody out there right now. And I, I it doesn't matter. You know, it's just one opinion. But I, I just, I can't like it. I don't know. I, I get no enjoyment out of it. Not what was the worst stand-up special you think you've seen this year? <laughs> I mentioned it. I think Killbox. Definitely Killbox is the worst. Killbox. Is that by Bob Robert. Kelly? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Was it about how he's fat and yeah. old and I smoke cigars, but I'm fat and old, and then he lost a bunch of weight, so then it's completely room, irrelevant. In a room paid for by his successful friend Louis C.K., which is awesome. That literally says that in the description. It's like, thank you very much to Louis C.K. for financing this whole thing because I couldn't get it made myself. Um I mean, yeah, it's horrible. Look, even even the sacred dogs, sacred deers, you know, I'm not going to say anything. I, I'm sure they're very good people and, you know, uh, and yada, yada, yada. But both Shane and McCusker's specials were, I mean, I literally could not make it through them. Uh, maybe it says more about me and my jadedness, but it's just like fucking, I don't care. I don't give a fuck that you drink Bud Light, bitch. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck that you have a black wife, dude. Awesome. But that's like, you know, it's like, it's not, I don't fucking care, man. Ah, I don't know. I, I have nothing crazy to say. It didn't actually get me mad or anything. I was just like, okay, I would rather be watching, I don't know. Something good. <laughs> no yeah. no hard feelings with uh, <laughs> this movie. Yeah, with, uh, uh, with, uh, <laughs> Jennifer with Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence titties popping out. Yeah. J-Law, yeah. Well, well, you saw that scene, Hans? How'd you see that scene? That's the only thing I've seen about them. <laughs> <laughs> I will say one thing. As a personal ass man, I will prefer the scene where she it's in the apartment. It's better than the naked scene on the beach where she beats up the teenagers. Um, so yeah. true. You know what I would recommend to you, DC, is yeah. checking out Dennis Miller's 2017 stand-up special where he's talking about, man, these, these smartphones are really something today, huh? <laughs> and I think it's called like Make America Great Again. You know, he was oh. doing that. In 20... <laughs> Can you yeah. look this up real quick? And his face looks really, I like Dennis Miller, but I mean, like, <laughs> Fake nah. news, real jokes? Is that the Just... one you're talking about? Oh, no. Was that the 20... title? Yeah, it was something yeah, like that. 2018, Dennis Miller, fake news, real jokes. Oh. That was by far the worst stand-up special I've seen in recent memory, unfortunately. Oh, man. I mean, obviously, there's guys not even worth mentioning, you know? Like the geniuses. You know the guy who's an author? You know that guy? I used to watch Kill Tony for, for a bit, and there's, there's a guy, there's just an obese man who's an author. He put out a book, and he also does stand-up, but the book is about stand-up, and he's presented as an author, and everybody says he's a genius. You know that it's guy? Sam no, Talent. I don't know. I don't watch. Yes, Kill Sam Talent. That's right. That's right. Sam Talent. It's in the name, so it must be true. He's not just a fat guy with glasses who looks. Oh like yeah, I've fun. seen everybody promoting this guy's special this week. <laughs> Dennis Miller. No, not Dennis Miller. <laughs> Sam. Sam Talent. Man, yeah. his face looks fucked in the uh, 
the art for this. But like, as you can see on stage, he looks kind of normal, maybe a little yeah. too much Botox, but here that one's bad. It looks like yeah, that forehead, is, that forehead is not moving at all. <laughs> can you <laughs> look up Dennis no... Miller's net worth? Because I have a feeling he made some great investments because he's friends with Mark Burnett. <laughs> he's like Shaq. He's yeah. Invested in something really dumb and now he's a billionaire. <laughs> A hundred million dollars for a man who hasn't been on television in 30 years. Oh, hell yeah. Wow. Where's Ellen right now? That's interesting to me. Where's Ellen? Yeah. (laughs) Are you asking like a concerned way? (laughs) Being a rich little boy still at 65 G. She's terrifying. She reminds me of, what is that movie? Don't Look Now with uh, Donald Sutherland. When he turns yeah. what he thinks is his daughter around, and it's actually an old woman, that's what <laughs> Ellen's face reminds me of. Ellen actually looks like the guy from Come and See. I just realized that recently. Ooh. I put that in one of my uh, memes. Yeah, yeah, that's but, true too. That that fits. I saw some clip from a horror movie I've never seen before, and yeah. it's like a woman ice skating and having fun, and then all of a sudden, someone's just coming in from the distance. And the closer they get, it becomes clear it's like a, a very old person or a mask or something of an old person where the face is sagging and she's got a scythe. Have you got? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I well, I know what you're describing. Yeah, I haven't seen the actual thing, but like, I feel I like I've had a saying. dream like that several times where it's just a person coming closer in the distance with a scythe. Oh, maybe right, it's yeah. maybe it's like so, metaphoric for my aging since I'm in my early thirties <laughs> now. I'm middle aged. Like and... Cage, and do you hate him? And do you want to write loser on his car? You got a hit movie on your. Oh yes, back like... to dream scenario. Fuck, right, that, this is the dream scenario episode. I think absolutely. Please, thank you. I I agree with it, guys. Sound off, you Lorez. I'm very sorry. I keep because it's like I'm always afraid to not hit the moment. So I say a lot. I want to hear what you think about it. What do you think about dream scenario? Well, I kind of I feel like I summed it up earlier i think it's fine i don't i don't i don't have my hatred for it is non-existent i don't have hatred for it mm-hmm. i just kind of thought it was overrated and people are sucking that guy's dick because he's on a lower level he's like you can follow his trajectory from instagram basically yeah. of working with people in that scene the la the, like the current la scene of indie artists that mirrors the whole dasha betsy brown peter vaccine of new york and yeah. you go oh okay Sundance. He's working with the Cool World Peace director that everyone likes. All right, and now yeah. he's doing an Ari Aster produced film for A twenty four. That's with Nicolas Cage. Wow, that's really cool. But yeah. uh, I don't feel like it's a memorable movie. I think he did not apply his standards uh, appropriately for what a feature needed, mm-hmm. and it comes away feeling lacking. That's really the most I can say about it. What about the farting it... and coming? Oh, yeah, that scene. <laughs> Hans, like... you haven't seen Dream Scenario, right? I don't want to spoil no. this for yeah, you. Yeah, let's not spoil the coming and farting uh, for you. No, I've seen a, I've seen a couple of his short films, though, and I, it, they're fine. It's just like weirdo Me too. comedy. I, I actually fine, like cult member but... Heroes Music. We, I, I was saying that as well. Like, Yeah, I enjoy that very much. Just imagine the exact same thing with not much added for an hour and 40 minutes, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Actually, it's easy for you to imagine. It's like talking to me for an episode, Hans. Imagine being Hans and doing a full episode at, on A-Plays. That's, that's the, the unbearability, you know, for me with that movie, <laughs> sort of. 
Hans, are you in a new location, by the way, for the show? I noticed you didn't blur the background. There's a lamp in the back. It looks different than the norm. Literally the same room. I just rotate the whole setup sometimes. So I got the Jenna Rollins poster right there. It's just always rotated. Well, the thing is that because of this microphone, if I was to blur it, then look at that. Oh. Doesn't that look wonderful? It looks great. So I was like, let me just make it a little less. But then you can see everything that's going on in my background, which is my kitchen. And then that looks like there's a person standing, but it's not. I don't even know what that is. Oh, it's a mirror. Yeah. It's you. Yeah. So, I'm uh, retarded. I thought you were asking me the question. So Yeah, I just, I just realized that yeah, you yeah. thought I asked you that. <laughs> By the way, I recognize the background because your blurring does not work, Hans. Not right now. Even other episodes, I know exactly where you are. I know the hallway. I know the, the yeah. lamp. I know the toaster in the back of the coffee. DC machine was the architect that designed the house. <laughs> <laughs> there's a movie that's about that, isn't there? Pretty sure. No, that's the show movie. Prison Break. <laughs> I love that show so much. At least the first season where the guy plays the Italian mobster. You know the guy? You know what I'm talking about? That actor? I think so. uh maybe. I don't know. We'd He's need to actually look him a up. Swedish guy. He's Swedish. Uh and he just plays in either way, just it's so goofy. It's so stupid. Uh, the, the I think the lights just went out way behind you, Hans. Now it's getting creepy. Uh oh. Oh no! Is it Baba Duke with Costa Rican Baba Duke behind me? Uh, that Prison Break. I think I have the DVDs for that because my dad loved that show, and I remember getting the DVDs for him. He was like, "Yeah, I'll rewatch this thing." And I was like, "I don't get it." I was just like, "You I don't, don't get know. it." Don't Did you go, no, "Hey, that's like Captain a... Cold in the Speeds or whatever"? Because that <laughs> yeah. they put those two guys the on the Flash Absolutely. on CW. Absolutely. I'm Barry. My name is Barry Allen. I'm the fastest man alive, dude. Did you see the Flash? You... Yeah, I used to be 14 that when it came out. Yeah, sorry, are you talking to Hans or me? I was no, I was talking to you, but I met the Ezra Miller Flash from this year. I saw the scene where his tooth falls out. That was not good. <laughs> yeah, that I was not know. a Look, good scene. I I'm very over superhero stuff. Even the ironics, even the boys, I'm getting over. You know, where it's supposed to be, we're actually making fun of it. I'm just I I'm tired. Yeah. You know? Please stop. Yeah, you know? because like the whole making fun of it, it doesn't even go that like it, it gets to a level where it's like, yeah, we're making fun of it. But now we're actually serious about yeah. this thing. And he's actually very powerful. He's yeah. just like, I don't I who cares? I don't choose. I'm between, completely. Out. Yeah. Is, is Homelander supposed to be like a parody of Superman or Trump? Choose, because if you do both, it just it's like there's two shows in the boys. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never saw that. Either. I've never seen the boys either. I I. Felt like I knew. What, who are you talking about, Hans? I'm. Am I getting you guys? You're gaslighting me, dude. I I don't understand anything you're saying. Boys, Homelander. like the boys in the band. Great movie. No. I love that movie. Hans, what do you think of the boys in the band? The LGBT movie from uh, the first LGBT movie from uh, from freaking. I I've never seen it. I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> He's only seen the Ryan Murphy that... one on Netflix. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, this a remake of Rosemary's Baby from the 2000s. Yeah, with uh, what's her name, Zoe Saldana and Draco Malfoy's dad. Hell yeah, that's a weird couple. You know, this, you know, this an Archie remake that's just Indians on the, the Archies. Right now? Yeah, They're, hell yeah, Archies. I almost watched that the other day. <laughs> no, you didn't. Why? Uh, I don't know. I ke- it keeps popping up on the front page of yts.mx, and it's tempting me every single day. The Archies. <laughs> We saw the trailer, and I remember just uh, on this show, and I remember just being like, "I hope they do the whole Apu thing." But then they just sound Apu. regular, so it's like why the Apu trilogy. Watch this? That's right. Yeah. yeah, they're all brown. <laughs> yeah, have you seen well, that, Lorez? 
I yeah, love uh, those movies. I actually have not seen it. Oh my goodness. I know. All right. Eventually. Hey, one one more thing. A lot of remakes are Indian. You know, there's the the German movie uh Goodbye Lenin. Have you seen that? Where the mom goes into a stroke and then the son tries to pretend like the empire is still going on. Like the the switch between uh, eastern and western, the wall didn't fall. Doesn't matter. Nope. Sounds it's, great. It's a classic German movie, but yeah. they they just remade it like Indian. Uh, also, Pusher. There's an Indian Pusher. Oh, I love the, the Indian whole... ending to Pusher where God intervenes <laughs> and says, actually, you got to kill all these guys. Yeah. And he does that. Hey, but it's, it's not... written by Nicholas Winding Refn. Well, he's got the story character credit. You know, he's got mm -hmm. that going on. They didn't. I don't even think they got permission. That's a great thing about India is half the time <laughs> they don't even have permission to do what they're doing. They yeah. just do I mean, it anyway. Even, even Johnny Bravo went Bollywood, right? What? Oh, I thought you were talking about Kevin Dillon on Entourage. <laughs> I'm not even going to respond anymore. I'm so confused. You guys, you guys gaslit me into thinking I'm the confusing one. You guys are just trying to trick me right now. So I'm, I'm I got to analyze every question. What is your best movie of the year, DC? Great. That's a great point. Let's let's go check that out real quick. What is what is your guys' best movie of the year? Let's spoil that. I haven't Don't... decided yet. I'm still thinking about Oh, there. There that that's definitely the best yeah. film in our discontinued Cartoon Network movie <laughs> series never... from 50 yeah. episodes oh. ago. I'm kind of glad we discontinued that cuz I don't I, don't I couldn't find that Samurai <laughs> Jack VHS tape for you, Hans. Yeah. You know Hirokazu Koreeda? Lorez, or actually either of you, Hirokazu Kureeda, that guy. Um, he did like he did Broker, he did Shoplifters, yes. He did uh, Afterlife, yeah. Oh, so he put out a movie this year, which I think that's my most hated movie of the year. That's the movie I hated the most this year. Monster. What was the movie? Monster, yeah, 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 exactly. It's it's about two boys, children being gay. Wow. Oh. oh. That's not why I hated it, but the the word you know what the bad part <laughs> like <laughs> the bad part about it is that so by the way it won best screenplay at Cannes which is amazing. Uh, you see the movie three times, that's the thing. So you see this mm. whole story turn out, you don't understand anything. You see the whole story again a second time, you're like, oh maybe I understand something, and then no, you watch it a third time, and then there's like, oh secretly this is what you didn't understand. Like this is for me, it's the epitome of just hack writing heck shit i just hate it so much um yeah i love the i love that logline on imdb it says uh a mother demands answers from teacher when her son begins acting strangely uh-oh <laughs> yeah well, well here's the funny part There's, he tries to frame a teacher for no reason the teacher almost kills himself and then at the end it's like no but secretly he was gay with another boy that's what i'm saying it's hold like on how does he try to frame him like in a pedophilia the hunt sort of way almost but not frame it, it like not Pedo, it's more like, oh, he beats me. So every time there's a situation where he gets into a kerfuffle and then he, the, the kid is like, oh, actually, he pushed me into it. He calls me pig brain. He calls me blah, blah, blah. It's not even sexual in that point until at the end you find out he did it all for another boy. Um, so hold on. It's just the typical LGBT domestic violence that's happening and he blames it on the teacher. <laughs> this is a gay guy. <laughs> this, is, this is a four-year-old boy. He's yeah, gay exactly. with him? <laughs> Whoa. This movie's very avant-garde. This is too uh, much for me. No, but e either way, man, it just it, it started out nice, but I hate that. And like when they make you watch the movie three times, you know what I'm saying? When instead of just adding the details, they have to play the scene again. By the way, your top favorite movie of all time, Blade Runner 2049, kind of does that as well. 
when K remembers the things, they play back the audio in his head. And it's just like, you know, there's Ana de Armas again with her great voice uh, <laughs> serenading us with all the information, the, you know, plot lines. I think the worst movie I've seen this year was Renfield. Originally, I said it was You People, but You People, my dislike of that, it didn't, I mean, it dissipated, but it's still like, it's like, yeah, I, I, I don't like this movie, but I don't like feel that. With Renfield, Renfield represents like everything wrong with commercial blockbuster movies. That's what I think, I think about Dream Scenario. Ooh. Go ahead. Good double feature. Good Nicolas Cage double feature is Renfield and Dream <laughs> Scenario. Yeah. So it's true. Everything wrong with the commercial film and then everything wrong with the independent film. Because it's it's that very... Uh, either way. Sorry. I Go ahead. I don't no, wanna... you're good. I, I was going to pass it to Hans. Hans, what was the worst movie you've seen this year from 2023? Uh, oh, fuck. Lady Ballers? What, what is, is this one? one? Oh, I, I was about. I almost read that, and then I realized what I was about to say. <laughs> so, for the for the visual Patreon audience, this is one of the movies I proposed we go over on the show for the first time. Do you want to show it again? You want to show it again? Because I think show it again. It didn't. It didn't register. No, just yeah. uh oh. It's you gotta hold it still. Now you gotta like tap the screen so it focuses on the text. It's a I Bollywood a film. I have one a star GoPro. Yeah. Well, it's uh, N word Marda Aive. That's pretty much it. And replace N word by the real word. What is that movie about? It's literally a rom com about a guy who's poor and disgusting and then a girl that's rich and then they, they, they kiss. That's every Indian film. Have, did you ever see this one? <laughs> Slumdog Husband? <laughs> no, I've seen Millionaire, but Husband I haven't seen. Well, this is about a man who has to yeah. like get out of his divorce by marrying a dog and then he's not allowed to divorce the dog. Nine Lives with Kevin Spacey. Yes, it's kind of like that. I wish yeah. they they should get him for the dub when they put this in English theaters. <laughs> and boy howdy. This has some great cover art here of him and the dog. The dog's got the little nice. red dot on his forehead, you know. So this was uh, kind of a piece of shit. It had a very interesting opening credit sequence. And um I didn't know you could marry a dog in India, but you can. Here's a question. Do golden retrievers get the attention that Instagram model white girls get on the beach in India? Is that how it works? They or must. No, Why else would he marry a golden retriever? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't know they have beaches in, in, in India. Of course they have this beaches, dude. They have the whole eastern front. All quiet on the western front. That's where it happened. The Germans were sent over. And then the... <laughs> that would have been a much better movie, I think. It's just yeah. everyone just, oh My no, mom... your arm was just blown off. Oh no. <laughs> My no. long standing theory that German accents and Indian accents sound exactly the same in English. Very little difference, but it's the two closest accents of all time German and Indian. DC, do you not want to reveal your top film of the year? Because we're do, now, I... we're, we're doing 90 minutes here, and this is, Sorry. I mean, I don't know. We got we to gotta do the next show. We have to do A Plates, absolutely. Uh, okay, Priscilla, I, I'd say Priscilla. Actually, the I knew Mutiny Court Martial. Whoa. Came... Really? Because it made me so sad. I teared up because I was like, Freakin's gone. That's more of a meta. It's not the movie itself, but the fact that Freakin' gone, you know, it's like that song with the T.I. and uh, Justin, who's the guy that... Justin, not Derulo. Oh my gosh, the Justin. Guy social network. Jason. No, no, Timberlake. No, uh, Timberlake. Yeah, yeah, Timberlake. Exactly. Uh, I just thought of that song and it, it made me so sad. I was like, "Free kid's gone." You know. 
Well, I thought that movie was was very good, but yeah. I technically not like there's nothing technical that sticks out about it. It Absolutely. was all I mean, it's kind of designed that way. It's a it's sort of supposed a play, to be a play. Actually. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean the I think the performances are good, but yeah. that's that's all there is to it. I mean, well, but that's all there's the, supposed to be to it. I cried the hardest. I'll give it the cried the hardest meter on this. I cried so hard at the end. I was like, yo, freaking's gone forever. Napoleon also sucked so bad. Thanksgiving, old dads, all terrible movies, Exorcist, Believer, The Nun 2. Um, but I would say, yeah, definitely uh, Priscilla's Priscilla or May December, one of those two movies. Ooh, was, uh, I'm gonna do that yeah. double feature tomorrow i think because i watched the trailer i haven't gotten around to may december haven't gotten around to priscilla but i watched the trailer to may december and the trailer got me i thought oh wow this actually looks pretty solid um uh, so i'll be reviewing that probably you know what it's about at all it's about the mary Kay letourneau thing but it's a fictionalized version of that right so i didn't know at all what it was about so maybe that's that was to my advantage i had no idea so i just went into it blind Mm mm-hmm um our mutual buddy jack from perfume nationalist was like fuck greg eric he watched todd haynes i'm like okay so i watched todd haynes and uh yeah we were surprised that was a great movie fantastic performances again the guy a lot for me you know movies qualities is one thing and then how much i cry in the movie is also another factor like i cried so hard it was not that much actually i cried the most with kane mutiny court marshall but then a little bit also in may december because it was a very good performance you know. So May December is like blonde, is what you're saying, where they <laughs> base it on a real story, but then they take some liberties to. Yeah, imagine though, if, if May December was like blonde, it would just be Anna de Armas voicing every character. It's like being John Malkovich, where every character is her, and it's just her voice and her affliction. You know. Did you see Maestro? I uh, not yet. I, it's on fmovies.to, so I couldn't see it. I was expecting it to be because it's a streaming direct thing, but I, I didn't see it yet. It looks good. I mean, I I watched it. It's not memorable. And I think I haven't seen A Star is Born, so I can't really fully judge Bradley Cooper's directing, but it was pretty aimless. And he definitely cribbed a lot of stylization from Blonde, where it's jumping in and out of these various aspect ratios, and we're doing Mm. black and white, and we're doing color, and he's wearing a big face prosthetic during the entire film that's immediately <laughs> distracting but then you kind of get used to it and it's oh, just about him fucking men while married to his wife and Damn. the mother of his kids the and then tar. having to deny it yeah the reverse tar you know yes. she's fucking women as a woman well that's well yeah that's just the standard <laughs> thing for her i guess it would be yeah. for him too but Ab- yeah boy <laughs> was his this- gay boyfriend caught off guard when he was like hey meet my girlfriend <laughs> and then that's just his life so. What about the CCU, the Composer Cinematic Universe? And you get all these people, Tar versus Maestro, and then they go at it together, and they're just like, whoa. I can't believe that was Beethoven in the corner. Wow. Be- yes, you get Amadeus <laughs> in there, too. That's the retcon start of that universe. Damn. I have to watch uh, Milo's Foreman, honestly. I have no idea what he did. Oh, he's uh, wonderful. He's fantastic. I, I love Amadeus. one of my favorite movies of all time, but I haven't seen the rest of it. All right. Well, I don't know what this episode was. It was mostly just talking. Hey, have you seen that? No, have you seen that? But I'm. I hope it was good. <laughs> I think it's time to switch over to the to the lesser show. Yes. But, if uh, you guys want to hear the entire conversation, start listening to the Eight Plates podcast. Where can you get that DC? I feel like your your podcast is kind of hard to get to. 
Yeah, that might explain some things, but I think mostly it's very easy to get to. It's 8PL8S on everywhere. So Spotify, YouTube, whatever, 8PL8. It's like eight plates, but very short, very concise, you know. Uh, I don't know. You should have called it like the movie show. I should have called this the movie show. <laughs> People maybe would have found it easier. You type in movies. It's, that's the name of the program? Yeah. Okay. With yours, it's the spelling of eight plates. It's like yeah. I feel like you were just behind... A gumroad wall for a long time. It wasn't even out to the public. What's going on? Oh man, that's a lot of that's a lot of foolishness, you know. At the same time, you can watch any show, and I'm equally as happy. At the same, you know, if you you should click on movies, and then if through movies you get recommended a plates, you might naturally find it. like, oh wow, I've heard of this, you know. And then you click on it, and you go there, and you listen up. But uh, yeah, guys, I mean, happy New Year. You know what I'm saying? Great. Movie? No, hold on a second. Let me type in eight <laughs> plates on Spotify here. I want to see how easy it is to find eight plates. Well, if you write eight p l eight s, if you don't write eight plates like a weirdo, like a English speaker, Hans, how would you how would you spell it naturally? What I got is a playlist called Jim Hard Style, and then it's a muscle emoji and a shirtless guy. That's which mean, is nice. kind. That's kind of your vibe, <laughs> but yeah. What's well, eight p l eight s? It's not eight plates spelled out like in English, you know. Wow, the light just went out, so that means that's the end of the show here. Uh, as it turns out, it's also... No, it's not easy, because I clicked over to podcast. What do they show me? This guy. They show me a Legion of Skanks episode with Steve Renazizi and Aaron Berg. Shadow band? You might be. Oh, shit. Did I just take down the... I might have taken down the entire podcast. Okay, you have to type in 8 Plates Podcast to get anything 8 Plates related. That is what... I'm seeing here. Damn, I'm gonna. If you just type that. in eight plates, nothing comes up. Well, not not for now. But now I'm gonna go on acast.com in the break, in a short little break, and change that as soon as possible. Do you, you have should. to spell spell plates like? All right, guys. What is it? What is this? Not... You should call your show <laughs> the Big Plate with VC. <laughs> that's what I don't I, even know how to that's spell for 2024. Medium. You don't know how to spell plate. The first time we did this show, which was what, like two years ago, I feel like. Uh, no, I was. I thought no. it was eight places, and I was like, "What is play? I don't understand what's going on right now." <laughs> it's a travel and lifestyle podcast. Look, it's like a terror. It's like a splinter cell. Okay, we're like a terrorist cell. It's like if people know, they know. And if I get a good movie career, which I hope I'm gonna get, then people can't find it, which is a good thing for me as well. You know, it's a double thing. You you, you want to hit that niche. Where you get the 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 jihadis joining, but then the the normies don't. You know what I'm saying? So that's my that's that's why uh, I did it the way it is. Do you agree? Yes, absolutely. We would love some jihadis on this show <laughs> in the yeah. future, going into 2024. All right. Well, that has been movies for this week. Thank you for listening.